good morning. morning. We need to fill the room. Good morning. morning. Happy Sunday middle. Uh, Welcome everybody online. We're so glad to have you here as well. Is there anyone who's here for the very first time? Welcome. So friends, if you don't mind, keep your hands up. It'll be a little awkward. Keep your hands up. Our ushers would love to give you something um, just so you have more of our information, so we have more of yours. And friends online, our digital ushers are there for you as well. My name is Elise Torelli. I'm a director of Congregational Life. I say them pronouns, and I'm so excited to welcome you all today. So we have some fun in the sun opportunities coming up for in-person gatherings. We have our annual beach day. Thank you very much. On August 12th, we'll be going down to Coney Island by we, I mean me, Reverend Natalie, and we have some RSVPs already. We're so excited for this annual offering. So if you want to get some fun in the sun too, please just shoot me an email. We'll be so glad to have you. Um, our regional gatherings are back. This is a really amazing opportunity for our online and our in-person community to come together. There will be two regional, four regional gatherings coming up in August. August 16th for our Eastern time zone and Central time zone folks, and August 17th for our Pacific and Mountain time folks. So you'll get to spend an evening with Natalie and Nick um, and others who are in your, in your time zone, maybe even in your state. So make sure that you register online. All details are online. We'll be really excited to welcome you. And finally, we're so excited that August means it's our children's freedom summer school. We're so excited for our camp. We have a packed room this year. We have 30 kids registered. It's such a big deal. We're so excited for this partnership with Trinity Lutheran Lower East Side. And we have so many children, and that's beautiful, but adults, we need your help too. So if you are um, someone with a volunteer's heart, a servant's heart, you like working with kids, our camp is August 21 through 25. If you're like, I have time to volunteer one of those days, maybe you're an overachiever, you can do all week. We would love to have you, so please just come see me or shoot me an email, and I'll be so excited to get you connected and plugged in. Okay. If you could uh, center yourself, take a posture that is comfortable for you, and let's take a deep breath in together. Deep breath in. And let it out. Now let's worship God with our opening hymn. I see you, onliners. Take a look around you. See the folks that are around you. The folks that made isn't it today so beautiful. Should we just go outside and worship today? I mean, it's so the wind is in. Ooh, no, we're gonna stay here. Uh, we're gonna hold on. We're gonna hold on.
Y'all got it? You kind of got the tune there? Here we go. Got my to join me up front. Tina, you can stay. Awesome. And hi, Mom, who is watching from Florida, and hello to my sister, Amy. 
All right, so Tina and Miss Elise. You know that I love gadgets and gizmos of plenty. And this morning, I brought my first aid kit, which I think you may have at home as well. And recently, because it is July, I assessed during my mid-year review um, the things that I need to refill, not just in my mind and in my heart, but all of the basic first aid. So let's, let's see how good a job I did with my very fancy family first aid kit. Okay, so pay attention, Tina, because you will be, <laughs> you will be <laughs> tested. All right, so here we have many things here. And what do you see? I'm gonna flip the page. Pay attention. All right, this is actually my favorite gizmo page right here because it has all the things. All right, now tell me what you saw. And all of you streaming online, come up a little closer that you, so that you can see. Let's see how, how well Tina does. What name three things for starters, Tina, that you saw in our basic first aid kit? I saw a COVID test. Oh, I saw a COVID test. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. <laughs> I saw bandages. I saw a thermometer. Should I keep going? Yes. What did you see? What did you see at the end? Oh, did I catch that at the end? I don't think I caught it at the end. Uh, it may have been instructions. Oh. Friends. What, what is that? Also, oh, you can't even see it. There is a heart that I like to include as well. So hopefully all of you, this is a reminder to refill your first aid kit at home. But also my mom, because she was and still very much is, a nurse had something extra. And that is, I think, do you know what this is, Tina? Very good. And growing up, I thought it was just so cool to have a fancy stethoscope. And I would play with it, but of course, mom said, be careful because it will hurt your ears. Um, and she explained to me what a stethoscope does. And Actually, when you go to the doctor, what, what, what do they listen for? They see if it's a steady rhythm. Exactly. They listen for your heart. And they also listen for your lungs, but we're going to focus on the heart for now. And this extra equipment is so important because when you think about it, God and middle, our community, we have this extra stethoscope and this extra power. So not only do we have a first aid kit, all of us here have an extra stethoscope. And what we're looking for, and I'm gonna ask Miss Elise to check out what's in my bag. More gadgets and gizmos of plenty.
What do we see? What we're looking for when we take our imaginary stethoscope and what we are paying attention all the time is how you feel. So we are here to always check what's in your heart. We're always listening for what's inside. And I don't know if you took my favorite one out, Miss Elise, but many times, this is how I am feeling all the time, all at once, sometimes. All the feelings. And the best thing that I learned by being in this community and by talking to God is that God in middle loves me no matter what I'm feeling all the time, all at once. So that is my prayer for you, my friend. I love you. Now let's march to, back to our chairs <laughs> to see a humba. morning, friends. Please find a posture of prayer and join me in these prayers of the people. Let us pray. God, our mother, who cares for us so deeply, we come to you today, people who are excited, sad, happy, broken, anxious, depressed, satisfied, angry, afraid, lonely, and in many other states of mind and body. But even in those various states of mind and body, we have all come here because we feel loved by this community and because we feel loved by you. Today and every day, hear our prayers. God, our mother, who cares for us so deeply, we pray for the Middle Church community here in New York City and around the world. As we care for each other, help us. As we rebuild Middle Church from ruin and wreckage, help us. As we fight for LGBTQ plus equality, help us. As we fight for racial justice, help us. As we put our arms around immigrants and refugees and asylum seekers, help us. Today and every day, hear our prayers. God, our mother, who cares for us so deeply, we pray specifically for our home, New York City, a city where the NYPD gets billions of dollars to spend on whatever they want, while our libraries and schools are defunded right in front of our eyes. A city where Lady Liberty stands over us and proclaims, give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, while our mayor proclaims that we'll only help asylum seekers who are already here for two more months and that asylum seekers who are thinking of coming here shouldn't. 
God forgive us and show us how to help. Today and every day, hear our prayers. God, our mother who cares for us so deeply, we pray for the church worldwide. Help us to do more justice, love more mercy, and walk more humbly with you. And for the church in the United States, may white supremacy and Christian nationalism continue to be rooted out, exposed, and destroyed. May we become people who care deeply, love recklessly, and give wholeheartedly. May that be what the church is known for. Today and every day, hear our prayers. God, our mother who cares for us so deeply, we pray for the world, our home, our planet. Our world is in pain, groaning and suffering from the disastrous effects of climate change and from the countless ways we have abused this home, especially over the past 150 years. Last week, Italy experienced its hottest day ever while simultaneously experiencing rivers of ice flowing through its streets. Jennifer Francis from the Woodwell Climate Research Center estimates that the temperatures our planet experienced so far in July are the warmest, quote, probably going back at least 100,000 years, end quote. And so many of the world's most vulnerable people are currently experiencing fire, smoke, storms, floods, drought, excessive heat, and rising sea levels. Not to mention the wars and other types of unrest and injustice happening in Ukraine and in many places around the world right now. Friends, let us have a moment of silence as we sit in the reality of the pain and suffering our planet is experiencing at this very moment. Today and every day, hear our prayers. As we begin to wrap up these prayers of the people, I want to come down from focusing on the whole world to focusing once again on those listening to these prayers right now. God, our mother who cares for us so deeply, we pray for those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit, for those who are grieving the loss of loved ones, for those who are struggling to pay rent, for those that don't believe they have a friend in the world, for those who don't see a way out. Today and every day, hear our prayers. God, our mother who cares for us so deeply, receive these prayers and grant our prayers. For it is in your many names we pray, amen. And now, friends, join me in praying the Lord's Prayer by reciting the inclusive version found in your program today or by reciting whichever version you know best. Ever-loving and holy God, hallowed be your name. Your reign come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the reign and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
Amen, amen, amen. Now is the time that we will greet the community in a way that feels safe with you. We know that COVID is rearing COVID's ugly head right now, so we encourage you to be safe about it. Peace be with you, people online. Peace be with you, Middle Church.
beautiful, Tanisha. Thank you. My God, on today, what a gift. Thank you so much, and thank you. Good morning, middle. Good morning, morning. Um, I hope this is okay. I probably should have grabbed the shorter one, but we're going to do what it do. Um, this morning's scripture comes, from you, comes to you from the book of Psalms, chapter 19, uh, verses 129 through 136. Um, yeah, I know you all are probably surprised. This one comes to you in your Bible, the Hebrew text between Job and Proverbs. Uh, Psalm 119, uh, verses 129 through 136 read as such. Your decrees are wonderful, therefore my soul keeps them. The unfolding of your words gives light. It imparts understanding to the simple. With open mouth I pant because I long for your commandments. Turn to me and be gracious to me as is your custom towards those who love your name. Keep my steps steady according to your promise and never let iniquity have dominion over me. Redeem me from human oppression that I may keep your precepts. Make your face shine upon your servant and teach me your statutes. My eyes shed streams of tears because your law is not kept. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on me. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on me. Melt me, mold me, fill me, use me. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on us. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Amen. Now that is a beautiful psalm. This is just a portion now of the longest psalm in the book, and it is praise of God's Torah. I don't know if you've been able to tell, but I really like ancient God talk, or Theology, as we now call it now, theos being God, logos being word, thought, principle, speech, theology, theology. The Psalms are just another example that lights my heart. The ancient poetry was doing something that we in our contemporary setting often refuse to see. It was a means of describing the divine without boxing in the holy. It allowed for freedom uh, by way of imagery, simile, metaphor. It allowed for the divine not to be static. It didn't assume fact or, or pretend to be an authority on God. It simply aspired to describe the ineffable one. 
More specifically, in this pericope, it describes the relationship between the psalmist and God. God as teacher. God as protector. There's a desire from the psalmist who penned this text to be in alignment, in, in right relationship with God. I will hold your words, the psalmist says. I will keep your law. Show me the ropes, holy one. Melt me, mold me, fill me, use me. Make your face shine upon your servant. Fall fresh on me. There is a desire to understand the container. What makes up this space of keeping God's law, of, of living into what God has laid out? By the end, the psalmist is in tears. My eyes shed streams of tears because your law is not kept. <sighs> Does that resonate with any of you? My eyes shed streams of tears because your law, O oh God, is not kept. My eyes shed streams of tears because of another instance of brutality from those who swore to protect and serve. My eyes shed streams of tears because corporate greed forces climbing temperatures, causing the extinction of hordes of plants and animals. My eyes shed streams of tears because migrants are being physically pushed back into the water to keep them out after a dangerous crossing. My eyes shed streams of tears. Now, I'm sure we can all think of multiple ways in which our hearts are broken by how we as a collective do not care for each other by how we do not love our neighbor as ourself, by how we are not good stewards of what God has given us in the gift that is Mother Earth. But wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And in keeping with our theme for this year, reclaim, reframe, repair, rebuild, let me reframe that. A couple of weekends ago, I presented at a festival in North Carolina called the Wild Goose Festival. Some of you were there. A colleague of mine, Shaban Colonel, presented as well that day on indigenous spirituality and the land back movement. Has anybody heard of the land back movement? From his indigenous spirituality lens, he told us that we've actually got it backwards. When I tell you it is important to listen to others, to, important to hear the spirituality of those who lived in spaces before the colonizers did, it is important to hear the perspective of those whose goal was not to profit from the earth, but to live sustainably with it. Shaban helped us realize that what we think is, we think that uh, Mother Nature is taking care of us, not the other way around, how we usually hold it. We can see evidence of this by what's happening in our planet now when the earth isn't able to take care of us because of what we've done to it. So maybe we reframe here. Maybe our stewardship is really accountability. Maybe our goal is to be in right relationship with the earth. Perhaps the point is how we take care of the earth so that the earth can take care of us. 
So consider this in the context of our text today. Perhaps this is the law that we haven't been keeping. How heartbreaking indeed. In fact, let us reframe this entire psalm. Biblical scholar Kathleen Farmer notes that the psalms are confessional in nature and in character, but the writers avoid mentioning their current situations and speak instead of typical human situations. We do that too sometimes, right? In our conversations with God, perhaps you are talking to God about these other things so you don't have to mention the cancer. So you don't have to mention the loss. So you don't have to mention the heartbreak. So you don't have to heal from the anger and the bitterness and the self-righteousness. So you don't have to speak about what's bothering you. Do you trust God with the desires of your heart? Do you trust God to sit in the pain with you? What then do you say to God? God, the doctor said it's cancer. God, my mother is sick. God, I don't feel connected to you. God, how am I going to survive without enough money? God, I'm so stressed out that I am grinding my teeth to dust. God, I'm having panic attacks. God, this constant pain in my body is unbearable. Oh God, I am so overwhelmed. What are you asking of God? Are you letting God into your most private thoughts? Into the desires of your heart? Are you asking God to be present with you even in the parts that are a little messy, that aren't nice to look at, that feel most vulnerable? Or are you just asking God about other people? Fix them, God. Heal them, God. Help them, God. The flight attendants are right. You've got to put the mask on yourself before you can help anybody else. But Toni K. Bambara wrote in her novel, The Salt Eaters, are you sure, sweetheart, that you want to be well? Just so as you're sure, sweetheart, and ready to be healed because wholeness is no trifling matter. A lot of weight when you're well. Are you sure? The psalmist in this ancient text was asking for a closer relationship with God uh, through laws and precepts, completely avoiding what had happened around them, the destruction of Judean uh, monarchy, the exile, the loss. How close can God be if you don't let her in? God is always there. Always. But God is only as close as you allow. Let us take a little time now to practice. Close your eyes, if you will. And think now of the secrets of your heart. In this space that is just you and God, what are the things that you haven't shared? What can you ask of God? Jesus gave us great examples. We spoke them earlier this morning. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us. Deliver us. Lead us. What can you ask of God? I'll give you now a couple minutes with your eyes closed to sit with God. 
Let God into the silence and into the places where you've barred off access to your heart. Go now and petition the divine. God, find us in our vulnerability. Amen. God is with you. Now, two minutes isn't nearly enough time, but prayerfully, it was enough to prime the pump. This week, may you continue this practice and may it draw you closer and deeper into right relationship with the divine. May it be so. As you can see, I've now grown up. <laughs> and um, I've been a proud car carrying member of Middle since 2006. I am so grateful to be here. It's so, uh, what's crazy is I had so many thoughts about what I was going to share when I was up here, but um, this service today just brings up so many different things. We got, I got voluntold into seeing how family. <laughs> being a part of family, but then also being a part of community, also being able to take a moment to take a breath and meditate. You don't get that in a lot of churches. 
you don't get that opportunity to be able to really bring in other religions, you would not be able to see that in a space. And the only space that I see it in is the middle, where we're able to honor everybody's faith, no matter what you believe in, no matter how you walk into this door, you are welcome here. And that was the one thing that I remember when I came in here, because I came in in a very odd way. I, um, I was actually volunteering at the Pride event uh, during the peer dances. We won't talk about that. That's a whole other discussion. But I always thought about, do I really want to come to a church again? I've been churched out. I'm a kid that's been in a church. I'm a PK. But when I walked into these doors, I felt the peace and a calmness that I had not felt in a long time. And it wasn't forced on me. It was just that I could walk through these doors as I am. And then the beautiful part about it is the community that is created here. And what all of our gifts, all of our gifts can be used in order to build this church. And in building this church, obviously, we need to rebuild. And that takes all of our gifts. Gifts that you give creatively, but also obviously monetarily too, because we need to rebuild. We are grateful for the spaces we are given because they allow us to still create a home, but we also know that we want to have our home and be able to walk through those doors again. So I ask that you definitely give what you can, give what you're able, Onliners, I know that you're on your holy hiatus, your blessed breaks, your testimonial timeouts. So wherever you are, as your feet are up on the beach, you definitely still have the opportunity to give as well. And to have those conversations with people about middle, however they look. And also, there's still opportunities to volunteer. We got Freedom School coming up. Some of y'all definitely love kids. Come on, jump in. Ushers, we definitely need ushers as well. Help help volunteer, help be of service, and be in service. And also, if you are still dating us, if you still haven't decided whether or not you want to become a member, go on to middlechurch.org. Become a member and be sure to sign up for the new members courses. We're always, and you know that takes time too, but no matter what, these doors are always open for you, and we are always here, open-armed and welcome. So please give as you can, give as you will, honored and appreciated and grateful. on the tips of my fingers I've got a boiling in the back of my brain I've got a hunger burning inside me cannot be denied I've got a feeling that the father who made us when he was kindling the pulse in my veins he left a tiny spark of that fire smoldering inside the spark of creation is flickering Spark! 
mountain and I want to climb it. I see a river and I want to leave shore. Where there was nothing, let there be something, something made by me. There's things waiting for me to invent them. There's worlds waiting for me to explore. so much for the gifts, the gifts of congregation, the gifts that are brought upon us through offerings and even the offerings of service. Thank you, and in God's holy name, amen. I'm so glad we had this time together. Some of you are too young. I want Jesus to walk with me. Would you join us?
small ensemble. Thank you, John. I'm going to uh, sing a benediction from my, my church uh, background growing up. If you know it, please sing along, but I'm, you know, I'm going to sing it all the same, whether you sing or not. <laughs> Y'all know I'm going to do, I'm going to move as a sport. spirit would have me to move. God be with you. God be with you. God be with you until we meet again. God be with you. God Church. Amen. Amen.